All right, welcome, 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 welcome to Uncle Legend's Corner. I'll be your host, Uncle Legend. And with me, as always, is my beautiful co-host, Call Girl Six, better known as Fox. Hey, y'all. A big ass mosquito. Um, it's Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Saturday. Friday, first of all. I thought you said Friday. Mm-hmm. Friday, Thursday. So anyway. What's going up, going on, y'all? It is the uh, corner of legends. Yes, yes. So Sunday podcast, we here, we live, we doing the damn thing. Um, already got an email. Uh, already got two emails thrashing me about audio. We gonna get some audio podcasts up. Just been busy. Kids been here for the summers. Stuff, and um, the Patreon. Yes, we know. We know. We know. We getting on it. But for all of that energy that y'all bringing about, uh, I thought you were supposed to be up on Patreon. What's up? I'm trying to support. Make sure you have your money ready mm-hmm. to support the team. All right? We out here. Shine Nannigans. Okay, you got to um, get these notes up. And thank you guys, too, for sharing the podcast. We really appreciate that. Had a lot of views come in on last podcast, too. So you guys are doing the thing. Doing a damn thing, and we appreciate that. All right, so first things first. We'll get to this Kevin Gates interview that I made you watch. Sure. So uh, I think Kevin Gates is a very polarizing and wildly entertaining individual. Okay. So first of all, Kevin Gates, I never even heard, I heard of his name, but I never knew what he looked like. I don't know his music. Maybe I heard his music before and just don't know it's him. What's the song that he... He's a rapper, um, right? Yeah. I, I got two phones. I got the I don't get tired. Oh, okay. Oh, I got that's six him. jobs. I don't, I don't get, get tired. tired. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. So I've heard his music before, but I don't know. I didn't know who he was. I never seen him before. If he was to walk in front of me, I wouldn't have known. Oh, that's Kevin Gates at all. Like at all. And that's a shame, probably to most people for the culture. <laughs> but Fox I just don't, don't be in Fox don't be in no new rap like that. Uh, nah, I just really don't. The only reason she know partisan Fontaine is because she can't make a road trip without hearing it. Yes, that's it. Okay, he's partisan fan. But um, yeah. So when I looked at the interview, I kind of was like, first of all, he's a handsome guy. Second of all, great skin. Yes, <laughs> phenomenal skin. fucking skin. <laughs> Beautiful skin. And when I was looking, listening to some of the things he was saying, I, at first I started, oh, okay. He seemed like he got it wrapped around the right way and everything. But the more I listened, the more I became disinterested because of some of the things that he was saying. It was very hypocritical and or self-serving. Like um, so let's go. So first of all, he was talking about, you know, the girl, Carisha. What's her name? Carisha? I, I think Carisha. That, is that Young Miami? Whatever. Young Ma or something. Young, I don't know. Young, young Miami. Miami. I, young Mommy. Who knows? I don't know. Um, anyway. Y'all can't call me misogynistic because she don't know either. I don't know a lot of rap artists, so I'm just not really. A, rap is different now. I think we all can agree with that. So, anyway, so basically it was the multiple partners. He was saying that, oh, you know, he wants one wife, right? So he wants one wife. He's a, He said he's a self proclaimed Muslim, right? And she was asking questions about Islam. Out of curiosity. When people say like things like that, like self proclaimed Muslim, like who else gonna proclaim you a Muslim? Hmm? Like who else uh, like when you say self proclaimed, it's like 
Who else going to be Muslim? I'm not saying that you he's a Muslim. Muslim. Yeah, because some people will say, you know, oh, he must be Muslim or something. Oh, yeah, fair. I get what he you're saying. He said, yeah. yeah, he's a Muslim. So if he's saying this, then. And so she began to ask questions about, well, you know, so you got, you know, in the Muslim faith, you guys are allowed to have more than one. He said, yeah, we're allowed to have up to four, I think he said. And then he said, but one is preferable. So. And he said, and she asked him, how much does he prefer? He said, well, I prefer one. If you look at most guys, you know, they have a headache. They look stressed out trying to take care of He said, most guys, more than one wife, they look stressed. Yes, right. So he said, and then he goes on to say later on, so he he has multiple partners, right? He has these one-night stands that he has based on their energy, the energy exchange. Oh, if the energy is right, then okay. So he goes on to talk about this energy thing, like how most people do nowadays, talk about energy like it's a fad. You know, it's like any other fact. Yeah, people get a hold of a word and then they have them in a chokehold for a whole summer. Like mm-hmm. it was like entanglement. Entanglement. Yeah. Shut your right. ass. You ain't got entanglement money. Yeah, <laughs> right. So he goes and talk about that. He don't want that, but you. That, but yet you don't want that energy exchange. But yet, and you only want one woman. But this is what you're doing, though. You're going to have these random one night stands with these women that you're talking about. Um, and you know what? The I funny thing like, is, though, a lot of women would prefer that. They prefer what? the one night stands instead of having another woman around. Yeah, well, I I can under I can understand that, but that's I'm not talking about what a woman yeah, yeah, preferred. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about what he said. Okay, okay. You know, he said he wants just one woman, but then yet you're having all these one night stands. Cracking cheeks you know? like Martin Luther King in that's his prime. That's my thing. So I feel like it's hypocrisy, and the thing is, you don't want the responsibility of caring for all these women. That's what it is. Don't say, oh, you want just one woman. You just don't want the responsibility. Of caring for and taking care of all these women, you would rather just have the one. That's why that's your preference. So you kind of just like everybody else in that standpoint. You getting you getting to the point where you're just trying to avoid it. You know, you're trying yeah. to avoid the responsibility of. You're trying to run away from that. That was my thing. So I like when you be having notes over here. I'd be looking. That's just sexy. Oh my god. Anyway, so so it's just like you just want to smash. So it's like you're no different from anybody else. You can talk about all this energy exchange if you want to, but that's just really what the bottom line is. I don't know if I per se agree with that. I mean, if you're talking about the energy exchange, he's saying he don't – I mean, he honestly – he putting it out there in his honesty, and I'm sure that these women who know Kevin Gates, know he got a wife, know – I believe he's still married. And um, yeah, and uh, they know he got a wife. To, um, so it, – it's no robbery if you if you if if everybody knew what cause on and the table. And that's another thing that he said too. That's what I felt like was bullshit too. What you think? Because so like if you saying if his wife know and she cool with it, saying she cool with it, I don't know, right? But say she cool with it, the women cool with knowing he got an old lady. Then outside of the religious aspect of that's an affair. Mm-hmm. Besides that, like just in the we just in the um, just in the uh, moral grounds of it, is that wrong? If everybody, if everybody knowing everybody's okay with it, I mean, that's really, that's really polyamory in a, in a nutshell. You know, what I mean, that's that's what poly um, is. If, if well, consenting partners. Well, consenting partners. She don't. She, if you're gonna do it, just don't let me hear about it. That's something totally. different. Well, that's something though. totally different. But I don't right. know what her. Uh, we don't know what her. Yeah, I don't is know regardless. what Ms., Mrs. Gates. <laughs> but it. My my point is is that you want to present yourself as this upstanding person, right? I don't it's, think Kevin Gates. Well, Kevin Gates said Muslim. I eat the booty like groceries. Uh, yeah, guess what? Another, booty so is booty saying, is haram. Like you cannot eat no booty. Everything that you are saying it goes against what you say your faith is. Yeah, but That's only thing. My, so how do you feel about him saying that? Being that you grew up in the Muslim faith. But and my how thing is this. My thing is this public. is everybody something mm-hmm. like uh, not everybody. But if you was to ask seven point eight billion people in the world, if you was to ask probably 
solid six billion of them part of a religion. Mm-hmm. And probably a million of them are horrible fucking people minimum. So what I'm saying is, is like we all fall short and this and that. I would say the only thing that is jacked from a perspective of my understanding of Islam is that um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will tell you, hide your sins. So it's like, like you know what other religions is like, oh, they come to light. It's like, nah, you keep that shit in the dark. Because, you know what I mean, don't embarrass the, don't embarrass the, uh, me. Well, like God would say, like, don't, don't embarrass me, don't embarrass the faith type of thing, right? So you're supposed to hide your sins, not glorify your sins. Yeah, that's, right? but that's what he does. That's so, the hypocrisy. Yeah, so that's the hypocrisy of it. But the thing about it is, it's like there are bad, there are people who aren't good by the terms of it for whatever religion, right? Like any religion they follow, like it's a lot of Christians that make up term that make up Bible scriptures every day. Mm-hmm. Lord knows my heart. Um, what is that? Ass clowns, relations, one and two. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like what is that? Like you know what I mean? It's uh-huh. like they made up some shit. Capulations, like you know what I mean? Making up stuff. Oh well, God help those who help themselves. I mean, context clues may say that, but you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? It's, that that is not in that. Corinthians. You know what I mean? That, yeah. That's not old Matthew twenty four and seven, John mm-hmm. ten and 10. no. So I think we all fall short, right? So and then it's kind of like. It's kind of like, especially with religion, it's like, I don't, it, it's very few places where in religion it tells us what outweighs another sin, right? Like, there's, you know what I mean? There's a, there's different levels. Like, in Islam, it's, it's pretty clear. Islam is one of the um, religions that it's, it's spit out for you. Like, hell no, no, and come on, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it, it's some things like taking your own life is hell no. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just like in most religions, taking your own life because it ain't yours to take, right? Mm-hmm. But um, so people fall short, and it's just the same thing. It's like like a lot of times the hypocrisy you'll see sometimes in Muslim faith, especially in the hood, you'll see cats who like, I mean, sell dope, do this, shoot, shoot their gun, gang bang, do everything else, but I don't eat pork. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I'd rather I'd rather you eat a ham sandwich and not shoot my brother. Right. Yeah. That's like you true. know what I mean? If we talking about things that you shouldn't do, it's like you know what I mean. So. I mean, it's hit and miss about what people do, and it's just like when they out when they judge people or something like that. Like when you have people judging gay people, and they'll say like, "Oh, well, you gay, you going to hell." It's like you're an adulterer, you going to hell. You a murderer, you going to right. hell. You know what I mean? Sin so the sin, no the sin how is a sin. So it's up to like people yeah, dicing so. and putting what sins. I think that people, I think that people pick the sins that are easiest to not do. Like for Muslims, the easiest thing not to do for us a lot of times is don't eat pork. Don't eat pork. <laughs> Like, that's the easiest thing to do. It's so many other things. Only in the South do I go around and people be like, oh, they be like, oh, you don't eat pork? Oh, you're a vegetarian? Son, that is not the only animal out right, there. There's so right. many other creatures that I can eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or like, we ain't supposed to eat, like, in most religions, we ain't supposed to eat, like, shellfish, this and that. Yeah. We be out here smacking unclean, shrimp. You know what yeah. I mean? You know what I mean? Unclean, all the body food. People out here talk about some, yeah, man, I eat clean. I'm with the faith. I'm a... I'm a Christian, I'm a Jew, I'm Muslim, but this catfish with hot sauce is smacking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, that's my only thing is, like, I ain't the one to judge or cast judgment. You know what I mean? That, um, But as far as it's like, he should be hiding his sins. Like, but yes. who am I? Like, I, I do a whole bunch of I do a whole bunch of stuff, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we drink. So mm-hmm. it's up here, like, who am I to tell, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I drink, but you do this, so you worse. So I just don't feel like I could judge him, so it don't make me feel no type of way. As a most, uh, uh, growing up Muslim or anything like that, I would say I'm more of a mumin, but I would um I would say it doesn't affect me as much. The thing about Kevin Gates and me though is that people take him in clips, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what's wrong with the world is that we easily digestible. We take these TikToks and Instagrams and small YouTube clips and reels and everything else, and we get these clips. And people be looking at Kevin Gates like he's some like 
new messiah with some crazy wild information or something when it's like you let him talk long enough it start yeah. unraveling yeah, like bullshit unravel. start unraveling yeah. And that's my thing about him. Like when we was watching, like with, with that interview, because I had seen it before. When he when he first got on, it was talking about the mental health. Mm-hmm. It was like the mental health. I think it legitimately dropping jewels, and and he's getting away from like the toxic masculinity stereotype of like, well, I always got to be tough, and I always mm-hmm. got to be this and that, and you know, what I mean, I'm getting out of my comfort so, zone, and this is how I'm comfortable with this and that. I think that he struggles. I think that he struggles with the dichotomy of himself, right? I mean, don't we all? We all do, but he's so because he's on this other platform, so nobody sees our struggles really, you know. But because he's in this world view, the world I view, he his shit is out in the public. Um, I think that he does it too much and almost to his detriment. When I looked at the interview, does what, I was like, like what too much? Just basically, um, so so you, okay. So one, he was talking about suicide, right, and how he almost you know committed suicide. Well, he tried to attempt it, and it didn't. It it fell through basically. <laughs> it didn't go through. Didn't fall through far enough. Well, it didn't fall through far enough. Yeah, and so um, then later on, you go and talking about how. You want to give head to the person you. I want to see you commit suicide on it. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of the terminology that he wants to use or the point that he's trying to make, like how you can't use those two things synonymously with each other or in the same breath of sentence or when you're talking about I mean, whatever it is that you're trying to discuss. Yeah, I get it. I guess I just feel like everybody's a hypocrite, and I'm perfectly fine with people's hypocrisy as long as they can admit it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, if you're going to be a hypocrite, just admit it. Like, this this ain't for me. This ain't what, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I just want this. I just want that. I want this for me, but not for you. Just admit the hypocrisy, and I'm good with it. My issue comes into play when it's just like, the level at which he talking at, the level at which he talking at, and the confidence and provider in which he provides is kind of like, he, he'll talk and use, like, he, he just reminds me of a lot of people that get a little bit of knowledge. Yes. And, and then go yeah. ham with it. You know what I mean? It's like, I got a little bit of knowledge, and I'm going to go. And I'm not saying that the brother's not intelligent. I don't know enough about Kevin Gates. But he just, he portraying to me, me being judgmental, right? It just seems like one of the people, like, I got a little bit of knowledge, like when he was talking about the way of a uh, woman's body work and all this and that other stuff. That and then is... talking about, you know what I mean? Getting into that, that kind of made me feel like, hey, bro, you, you, you learned a couple things, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. now it's like, oh, okay, I'm an expert. I know everything. So that's my thing. And in dealing with a lot of men in the past that I know and or who was trying to date me at some point or whatever. So you go to the. She mine now. You have these men and they have attained certain knowledge. Right. And so some hidden truth, some call it whatever you want to call it. Right. So they will use a lot of that to because, first of all, knowledge is sexy. It is intriguing. And so um, it is very attractive. So when women come, you know, we look for somebody to lead us. We look for somebody to have all these attributes that we feel we need. And um, a lot of that plays a part into it. So especially when you're talking about spiritual knowledge, something because we are spiritual beings. And so we want that. Right. We crave that type of knowledge in some respect. And to have a man that has that. So a lot of men, they use that against women and try to in the form of manipulation in a way. Right. And he said something, too, was like, well. You know, if you decide to leave me or whatever, you're going to come right back. Like, ain't nobody, because nobody can teach you what I can teach you. Nobody can do. I'm like, wow. So that's a part of it to me. And it just reminded me of the men that I have seen and have come in contact with in the past. But I think for you, the difference is, is that you have such a high knowledge level that when somebody come to you and they be like, yeah, well, guess what? I bet you didn't know they had lost books or the Bible. And you over here like, oh, what you want to read? Jubilee, you know, this and that, like you bring it in, they like. 
Well, that's all I had. You know yeah, what I mean? So, to, so for you, it might seem that way. But then it's like, so if a man did have that proper knowledge, like if he was a prophet, he had that proper knowledge and was talking like that, then would it be wrong? For his level, like, you know how it is when you first start learning something, you ain't got nothing but answers. But it's, then as you learn more, like like the place we at with religion, spirituality, and everything, we got nothing but questions. It's never, it's not, so when I say when you're dealing with somebody, right, it's wrong and what your intentions are. And you Well, it, it depends on, yeah, so what his intentions are. you're trying to use it, oh, well, let me just bait her. She seemed to like this. Let me do, oh, I'm going to teach you everything you need to know, baby. Don't worry about it. I got you. Like, don't be using that as a form of trapping me. You know, I, I just feel I just that. feel like you tried to pimp me right now. You trying you trying to hold me out of <laughs> No, <laughs> what you doing over there? You ain't gonna have me on no goddamn. Yeah, but a lot of people bleeding. do who know um who know a little bit about whatever the baseline or what we think religion is. I guess they it depends on the intent, though. Yeah, it depends that's on what the I intent. Just said. Yeah, like yeah, you say, it depends, it depends on, on the intent. intent. Like if your intent is just to like manipulate somebody, then yeah. But I mean, who know? Not know somebody's intent is maybe he giving that knowledge and it's a fair exchange or something like that. The Possibly. knowledge that he does have, I don't know. But my thing about it is it just like it starts unraveling. Like he seems like you look in that interview in the beginning, he seems profound, he seems together, mm-hmm. and then it's just like as time goes on, it's like yeah, it I can only you know what I mean, it's like watching the um it's like watching the Joe Biden interview or something when it's like, Oh, this is coming apart right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Is, where it's like what's going on? It's not a man in the beginning. It's yeah, yeah, the man in the beginning. Man. It's like, yeah. did y'all sub him out with somebody? Like, yeah, what's going on there? Yeah. yeah. And it's okay to be complex being and be, you know, but th- if you say one thing, because he came out straightforward and very, like, seemingly upright now as a new man and the knowledge that he's gained from the lessons he learned in life, right? I mean, he said that about suicide. He ain't say nothing about that. Nothing about ass. Ass is no, I know. the same <laughs> No, I know that. I know. But then when you're talking about, you know, well, okay, I, oops, sorry. And then you're talking about, well, you know, um, oh, I'm a Muslim and this and that. So I'm like, okay, he's about to. Come in with some things and, you know, give lessons that he's learned, et cetera, et cetera. But it was none of that. It was none of that. It was just like everything else and everybody else. So I kind of felt a little bit disappointed in that. But it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. So I, I think I think he's wildly entertaining. I can see why he gets uh, gets the attention and everything goes. And he's a talented artist. Some of his music I really like. Some of it I kind of just it just went over my head uh Good, bad, and different. I don't know what. I think, um, yeah, just like I was saying, it's like he, he was putting it together, and he, just like if it just unraveled, and that was pretty much it for that. Yeah. Um. So his mental health is in question for me. I mean, my <laughs> mental health is in question. Yeah. Uh. So you got Mia Khalifa, porn star. Mm. So she was in an interview saying that it is worse to be in the military than to do porn because you're giving more than just your body. What do you um, think about that? Do you so, th- do you think do you think I am a whore because of the military? Whore. I don't think that's because of the military. <laughs> so no, it ain't. <laughs> or by nature, probably. But I do think that um I understand where she's coming from. You know, it's worse to be in the military than because you give so much more than just your body. Yes, you it's you sacrifice mentally a lot. You know, not only that, you have other people around you that shares in the, in some respect the same ac- sacrifice that you have you know you being the way a lot of the things that you go through when you see war um we will never experience that porn star doesn't experience that it's easy get my body it's a bounce. different type it's of di- war <laughs> you get my body and you out so what there's a lot of people talking about that as if like oh she was wrong for saying that about the soldiers or something 
And I think what they they really took what she said out of context. I totally understand what she's saying. You give so much when you out there on the front lines or even behind the scenes doing things for this nation. So I absolutely get what she's saying. And I agree with what she's saying. It is easier. Yeah, I guess I guess it was just one of those things where it's like, hey, um I guess I'm biased, right? So I got a lot more I got a, a lot more respect for Chris Kyle hitting somebody from a mile away with a rifle, hitting the enemy insurgent, then I got for her taking a mile of dick. Yeah, well, I don't think she's talking about it as who to have respect for. She says it's harder, right? Um, no, she said it's worse. So worse, it's worse to be in the military than it is to be a porn star. Well, okay, well, and when I look at that, I'm like, okay, which... Now, she's talking about it's harder. Yeah, I would think it's harder. I I mean, taking a bullet is way harder than taking a dick out of bat. Yeah, Um, And so when you're talking about worse, like, look at all the stuff y'all go through. She doesn't go through that as a porn star. It's just, hey, put me on my back. No, it's from the perspective of, like, like because she was being judged by being a porn star. So, like, Mm -hmm. if you're a porn star and you're like, y'all should be judging him because he in the military type of thing. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. But how can that comparison be made if it was in that tone? So it was it truly in that tone though. That's the thing. Oh yeah, I mean that that that's that's because if she's talking about what's worse, and I'm like, okay, well yeah, that is. You guys do have it worse. Yeah, we do have it worse. Like you coming back, ain't nobody losing. I said, I ain't talking about like I'm a porn star or nothing like that. I'm talking about. (laughs) 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 No, I'm not saying us. I'm talking about us regular common folk. Those comments are the those are the opinions of Fox and not the not the opinions of the Uncle Legends Corner podcast. No, okay, no, I'm not um, talking about that. Yeah, I mean, I, whatever. I, I, my thing about my thing was she she was the one who was talking about like she had to stop doing porn because it's fucking with her mental health. She went out there with her job on and some porn and stuff like that. Start getting death threats and everything because she's from like Arab descent or something. I don't even know if she comes from like a Muslim family, but she comes from Arab descent. So she went out there, did some porn, had her job on, and um, that's the head coverings for, all, for those of y'all who don't know. So you and, disrespect the faith, basically. Yeah, it's like you disrespect the faith. Like, she started getting death threats, and there was all the stuff about her mental health, and then she came back on OnlyFans and did this and that. I ain't saying shit about don't. Um, I got an issue with sex, sex workers, but hey, uh, keep my profession out your fucking mouth too. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. keep the dick in, keep the profession out. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, leave my shit alone, I leave your shit alone. I, you want yeah. me to respect you as a sex worker? Do your thing. But uh, how many bodies, how, our body count, my body count don't got nothing to do with your body count. Yeah, it's separate. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, I'm going to get straight into the can't make this shit up early. Yo, my, <laughs> yo, Teflon Don, Donald Trump, mm-hmm. he buried his ex-wife at his golf course. At the Trump National Golf Club golf course. Okay. Why is that? Why is that? Yo, he got a, will benefit, he get a tax exempt status given to the cemeteries. So he put a cemetery there. You know what I really think Donald Trump did? I think. He has a whole cemetery there or or is it that? So since former President Donald Trump's first wife, Ivana, was buried in a plot at the Trump National Golf Club in Bedminster last month, questions have come up about whether the golf course property will benefit from the tax exempt status given to cemeteries. Oh. So I was like, my boy did that. And you know what the other thing he probably did? The reason he did that? He was probably thinking like, you done put me through all this shit. You done took my money. You done did this and that. You always bitched about me playing golf. Now you can watch me play golf for the rest of your fucking afterlife. <laughs> I think that's what Donald Trump was. Donald Trump, he... And the, I don't know if she may have liked the, the golf course. She may have liked the beauty of it. She may have liked, you know, and maybe he feel like he know her well enough to be like... So well, can she, I bury you like at the gun it. range? She was like, I don't like the gun range. You be you, you told me this whole time. 
I don't like to be buried there. That's not Sorry, a place no. I would like to be buried at. Yeah, well, yeah, it's funny. I don't like it. Like, okay, we can go and shoot guns, but I ain't trying to be there all day. I mean, you'd be there for eternity. I don't want to be there for all day and eternity. Don't worry, you'll be with me forever. So the reason that it was funny to me about that was because it made me think about how he always doubles down, right? Mm-hmm. Donald Trump don't apologize for much of nothing. He's just going to double down. Mm-hmm. And um, people will say it's, it's bad, but it just came out. So, you know, Will Smith just made a public – he came out. It was yeah, a month later. He made that, that apology to Chris Rock, right? Yeah, I listened to that. And then he gave more of an apology to Tony Rock than he did Chris Rock because Tony Rock, his brother, was like, uh, when I, his hands on sight when I see you, right? And – uh. And the thing about the whole, the thing about this is that's crazy for me is that, and he apologized to his mom. I don't believe he apologized to his wife. I believe Chris Rock is still married. Somebody correct me in, if I'm wrong. He apologized to his wife and his kids. Oh yeah, apologized to his wife and his kids. But um, I don't know. What did you think about the apology? I thought it was all you can really ask for. Like, what else do you want? Because if he's apologizing, he apologized to Chris, and he said it sincerely, you know. Do you think um, it sounds kind of robotic, I but I can't tell nobody what's a sincere no, apology. I think that, that it felt sincere to me. I don't know. But and he said he let people know that, hey, Chris said he didn't want to talk, but when you're ready, I am ready. But I'm like, well, if you don't want to talk, we want to slap your ass back. So that's something else they're gonna have to deal with when they when they when they cross that bridge. Chris Rock gonna but be in the gym like the reason Chappelle. why I know right. The reason why you know it felt like he gave Tony Rock more of an apology. He said because him and Tony Rock was cool, like they were close at a point, and then now this happened. It's totally forever changed their friendship. They probably will never regain that back. And so he acknowledged that as well. And so he felt bad for that as well. So yeah, I definitely do. Um, I think the apology was much needed. It should have been needed then. It should have been done then when it happened. But when it happened, you kind of not – you don't feel bad for what you did in a way. Th- I'm like, shit, dude deserved it. So That's it. I think it would be – so I don't know. I think it should just double down. I slap your ass again. Say something else about my wife. <laughs> slap your ass again. No, it, it, like we already talked about that before about how we, we thought that mm-hmm. – I, I, I wasn't feeling it about this. I thought it was corny. But what I do – what the thing that is crazy to me is that people are saying that Chris Rock should accept the apology. How are you gonna tell that man to accept to an do? apology? Yeah, you don't have to. Accept you know what I'm saying? Like everybody apology. said, Chris Rock should have beat his ass. Everybody said Chris Rock should. Chris Rock wasn't gonna beat Will Smith ass, but Chris Rock should have did this. Chris Rock should have did that. Blase, blase, blah, and trying to make something out of it. But it's like this dude smacked you on that. He had to sit in that. He had to sit mm-hmm. in that for months. In that moment yeah. of a grown man smacking him on national television yeah, for the world to see. You know what I mean? For the world to see, and then it's like, oh, he said an apology, and then people come out with that shit about like, well, you should apologize because the apology is for you, and it, well, he ain't ready to have that for him. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, you can't tell that man. You can't tell me just like forgive this too. Like you don't tell me that I need to forgive somebody. No, I you can tell me, but when anybody. I say no, you can shut the hell up. Like right, I ain't ready to alone. forgive you. You slapped the dog shit out of me in front of everybody at the award show. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like you I so. Me. Some people are saying that the reason that Will Smith getting into this because um, he was losing some deals or something. But you were just talking he about just he had signed. got a deal yes. signed with somebody. I, bel- I can't even remember what it was right now. It could have been Hulu. I'm not certain. But the deal was somewhere in the tune of $35 million. Like, he signed this deal, and it's about to be popping for him. So and he's going to show everybody what it is. And I think whoever took him up on this deal, I think they're not going to regret that. He's a phenomenal actor. Like they, and and in, in a lot of this controversy, they taking advantage of that too, because they know people gonna want to see what he got to do, what he has to say, just to critique him in a way, you know. So I think it was a very smart move for whoever that was that took him up. I really do believe that it was Hulu. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. It was Hulu or Apple. You guys got a movie thing, don't you? 
Apple movie. What, what is that? You guys got? I don't get y'all no stock. Peasants, I. Man, you y'all I people. We don't get out here with that Android, I, whatever. We ain't gonna do this. <laughs> we ain't gonna do this. I'm gonna tell you on behalf of Apple owners everywhere. We tired of y'all turning that goddamn group chat screen. <laughs> That's what we tired of. That is what we are fed up and tired of. We got a nice little group chat, all organized. And here come Android user. Hey y'all, fuck out of here. Let's start kicking. I'm, I'm gonna start making. If I get, if I own a business, I'm gonna make it. When I own a big enough business, I should say, to start giving people phone. Everybody getting iPhones because don't be and don't. And if you got an Android personal phone, don't text me from your personal phone because if you text me from your personal phone, I, ain't, I gave you, a, I gave you an Apple phone. <laughs> I gave you a damn Apple phone. Do not text me from some damn Android. I'm going to text you anyway. Yeah, that's why you ain't going to be on payroll. Hey, this is Galaxy Nation over here for me. Okay. Whatever. I ain't doing it. Um, Other crazy thing is, so you, so you heard about the, the, what is it, the fallout with Beyonce that she had to recant some of her uh, lyrics for saying spaz in the song? No, I haven't heard that. So first, it happened. I'm not a part of the Beehive, so I really don't care what Beyonce. Oh, so you think I am? What? No. <laughs> so it's not so much. It's not so much that um I'm a Beyonce fan, wonderful artist, this and that. But um you know I'm more of a hip hop head. But so the word spaz is offensive, mm-hmm. apparently. So you know I don't know how how y'all used to do it um down mm-hmm. south, but you know you saying like man they spazzing out or so. First of all, what's the girl name? The um. The one that's very controversial, heavy set. Lizzo. That's the Lizzo. first Lizzo, yeah. So she had something similar. Yeah, she had something similar. And she had to change all the lyrics. And then she didn't mind doing that. She didn't know it was offensive to a certain group overseas or whatever. And so she had to change that. Yeah, so. And she didn't mind doing it. She issued a pu- public apology about it and then said, hey, well, all lyrics going to be changed to that song, blah, blah, blah. And that's how she corrected it. And people still on her ass about it. I'm like, she didn't know then. She didn't know. Now she's making the actions to correct it. Leave her alone. So I didn't know spaz was offensive. This has got to be a newly new term that's offensive because we used to say spaz all yeah. the time. And spaz wasn't. Um, it was just like, you know, spaz. And, I, and to be honest, up until – Probably a week ago, I thought spaz meant like muscle spasm. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, you'd be like, oh man, spaz not like your muscle will spaz out mm-hmm. when you get a muscle spasm. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was spasm. But it's actually for a um short term for a medical condition, uh spastic. So they say it's an ableist um slur. And ableist are those of us who are able who don't have a disability, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Talking about that. And they're saying spaz is a uh, slur. So and that's something over in the UK, right? Yeah, so, so that's something. Really so I guess about. they they really get upset about it in the yeah. UK because the UK brought it up. This was wild about it, right? So I seen like a bunch of people and a lot of threads. Like, um, as first they're gonna say spaz is akin to the N word. You doing too much, bro. You doing too much. Stop the cat. Right. Yo, that's sh- not, if you look there's up, there's no equivalent. This is what the thing is. Spaz, so let me see. Spaz in a Webster's dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. For them to even say that, but whatever. That's the world we live in. So, the crazy thing about that, so spaz, definition and meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, is slang often offensive for one who is inept, a klutz. Mm-hmm. So, this is Webster's Dictionary. So, one, this should have been a Webster's, so this is the crazy thing I'm is, spaz. this is the definition. I'm when you look at the N-word, in the, when you look at the N-word in uh, Webster's Dictionary, it ain't nothing about in there that says like, this also means chair or something. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's always had a, it's always had a negative connotation. Black people, a lot of black people will try to take the word back 
use it as a term of endearment regardless. But when somebody uses it, it's like, it's always seen as a slur. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Depending on how you use it. So with spaz, my thing with spaz is crazy. is like, don't I, I, I'm not at the trauma Olympics, but don't sit here and try and compare it to the N word. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know what I mean? When people start saying like, oh, being gay is being a new black. It's like. No, it's not. I mean, I ain't saying, like, I'm not even going to get into the whole thing about whether, like, uh, gay is a choice or whether you're just born gay or this and that. Regardless of how anybody feels about that, you might can pretend not to be gay. Mm -hmm. I can't pretend not to be black. Like, you know what I mean? My grandmother was getting her ass sprayed with a fire hose in the 60s or something like that. It wasn't like she could be like, I identify as a white woman or, you know what I mean, let me dress. No, it was like that big ass afro. They saw her. They knew what time it was. You know what I'm saying? So. It's like don't com- don't compare it to like the um same thing. The other thing about it is, for all of the for all of the s- the flack that they given in the UK about spaz, you know what they call cigarettes in the UK? What fags? Oh wow! They say I'm about to go blow a fag. Oh yeah, you're right. I saw that on some uh, movies. Actually, that is a crazy <laughs> organization of words and sentences. I'm about to go blow a fag. Bewildered. Bewildered. <laughs> so it's like I'm about to go. So they go out there and say that. And it's like, so y'all not, so we ain't mad about that? Nobody like, what's all this that. outrage at, yeah. right? Like, they've been saying that. You know what? In, in the U.S., we heard them, they used them say that, like, about to go blow a fact. We're like, wow, that's crazy. And we yeah. went on and mind that damn business, right? <laughs> and then they come out with a couple songs and say spaz. It's like, and they're using it by the dictionary um, term. Definition. You know what I'm yeah. saying? By the dictionary term. If you was to go look at the N-word in the dictionary, you would know that's probably not a word I should use. Mm-hmm. You look at spaz in there, if I'm looking at this, slang often offensive. Spaz, and then people try to compare it to retard. Yeah. And, and calling people a retard. But you know what the crazy thing about it is? It's just like most things. Like, when you call somebody a retard, you never said it to somebody who was um, who was um, not neurotypical. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or you you said it to people who were acting dumb. It was like, mm-hmm. you're retarded. Because retarded is a, a engineering term. Too. Yeah, well, it's an engineering term that comes from, like, slowing down timing. So it means you're slow. You know what I mean? It's like you're acting retarded. Like, so you slowed down. You retarded the timing on an engine. You know what I'm saying? So that's where that um, slang came from. And people like, oh, well, you know, but you never really, you never looked at a kid with Down syndrome and was up to like, oh, he's retarded. Mm-hmm. No, but you'll look at old boy who keeps putting a square peg in a round hole over there for three minutes. You're like, this dude's fucking retarded. Yeah. Right? Like you say that. And it was the same thing with spaz. Like they're using it um, grammatically correct. So it just means something different somewhere else. You know, the connotation behind it. No, it doesn't because they're going off the medical term, which is the same way it goes mm-hmm. here because it's spastic, right? So mm-hmm. it's a um, it's an actual disorder or whatever. But, I mean, so I understand it. And I'm not even upset about saying, like, yo, this bothers us and this and that. It's always a group. Before you know it, we're going to have to throw away the whole damn dictionary. Yeah. Start like, new words. Like, we can have Mark, Mark Twain. we all agree on. Mark Twain <laughs> book still banging, but we can't say spaz, right? Like, mm-hmm. and Mark Twain dropped the M-bomb more than uh, old boy that sing all go everything. Trinidad James. Like, so it's not so much to me about, like, oh, um, the word being offensive. It's just, like, the audacity of y'all to be blowing blowin the fag saying, you can't say spaz. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, it's it, it's a bit much for me. And then it's just like the outrage. It's like, <sighs> you can't tell people how to feel, but it's just like, we ain't going to be able to say nothing. Like, it's going to get to a point where comedians going to be shut down, rap music. Gonna be, is that the most offensive thing you've heard in a song? No. It, like can't, we, it can't be. Like, we have been degrading black women in music since as far back as I can remember. Yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, you know um, what I'm saying? LGBT We've been degrading this and that, blah, 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 mm-hmm. a flame spraying people for as long, far back as I can remember. And it's like, guess what's still going on? I can still get on the track. I could go drop an album today, and I can call the whole name of the track is Boats and Hoes. 
or something like that. You know what I mean? And sell a million copies. You know what I mean? Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. I can say that on the whole album over and over again. We good. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And that's kind of one of the things that's crazy. Like a whole group of women, we like, whatever. But it's like a couple of these little terms here and there, and we losing our goddamn yeah, mind over words. Yeah. So, I don't know. And to me, a lot of times, it's the intent behind the word, right? Like, yeah. it's and the intent behind the word. And policing each other? Like, how? And you know, I feel, what, why you don't pick something else to police about? I think I that's mean, crazy. even if you do police about that, I think we need a war. <laughs> I think war is going to sell it. We out. just need a war. It's more, uh, oh, yeah, it's so, be, oh, yeah, be rabbit on um, IG chat. She said, it's mm-hmm. more of a generational issue versus a regional issue, I think. Because I'm sure 40-year-olds in the U.K. don't care about the word spaz. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're I mean, right. Uh, and you know what? And that's the same thing about a lot of the issues that even they have, like, um, uh, even a, a lot of the issues that we have, like, with, for people you consider liberals, for people that you consider part of the LGBT community, a lot of this shit is like Dave Chappelle said, like, the Stonewall gays. They ain't care about none of this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, a generational thing. And I think the generational issue is we don't, we, life has become so easy that we got time to worry about a lot of shit. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, when we... Like, obviously, you go back to prehistoric days. When you had a saber-toothed tiger outside, you ain't had time to be sitting there fussing about this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't use the right pronoun. That is a fucking T-Rex. Like, like let's band you together move. Yeah. yeah. So, we the need issues aliens. were different. Yeah. We need aliens. Speaking of Will Smith, we need him to drive a plane right into the, the, the poop chute of a goddamn flying saucer and save us like Independence Day. Independence Day. That's yeah. what we need right there. Something drastic to band us together about stuff that actually um, is pertinent to us. Yeah, I think I think like life done became so easy and we got so little to worry about. Mm -hmm. Like we have so little like big threats. Like we don't have like big threats. So now it's just like we got time to just like that is that is what is like keeping you up at night. Mm Like, you know what I mean? I'd be worried about gun laws, gas prices, and you know what I mean? And and people's rights and all types of stuff. It's like, and we just, I ain't saying that we shouldn't be offended. It just seems like there's so many other things to be offended by. Like, the iPhone that I am recording on Instagram with was a 99% chance made by some by some kids that are not legal working age for considering <laughs> the United States and they did not have shoes on. Yeah. Um and I'm sure they're not getting paid a good wage for it. Right. So it's why my boy Rick and his said facts. It's like people are hunting for any little thing to virtual signal and complain about. Yeah, yeah, and I just don't feel like people really be caring about this. So they just need that one thing to stand on mm-hmm. or something because like I don't have anything else. So let me virtual signal and, and that's exactly what it is a lot of times is virtual signal because people don't even care. Because what you notice about it is like Nine times out of ten, when you see an issue, it's not the person there that's offended. Like, if somebody come and I say something to you and say it's a little misogynistic, it's not you that get offended. It's old boy or old girl that come walking by, and they're like, you can't say this and that, da-da-da-da. You're offending the blah-blah-blah people. And it's like, and you're over here like, oh, I'm not I'm offended. I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not like, offended. I'm fine. You know what I mean? So a lot of times, it's never the, per- the person that's offended. It's always, the, you know what I mean, the hit dog over there that's hollering. Hollow, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh. You can't say that to them. Like, I want to have some control over things in my life, and I want to do this, that, and the third, and let me, well, let me stand up this. for somebody or something mm-hmm. like that. It's like, why don't you stand up and take your ass to the gym and fix your posture? <laughs> like, why are you worried about something to stand up for? Let, let's do that, right? So, I mean, I think the world's just in a craze, and we just at this point now where everybody's just yelling and nobody's listening. It's like we all yelling and waiting to talk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that 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 is a backtrack for us to begin with. And you're talking about no worries. So there was something in um, Facebook chat that Dave had posted. um, And it was basically talking about how we normally would leave out 
are strong family members, right? He made a post. He shared a post in reference to um, a guy who was stating, we need to stop doing this, which is he made a reference to his grandma. You're talking about Dave from my gun club. Yes, from my gun club. On Jack's, yeah. Yeah, so he was talking about, um, well, you know, his grandmother um, didn't really pay him much attention or whatever because of whatever the issue was. Grandma, why you show favoritism to ex ex Pookie Dumb or whoever. Basically, right. you know, well, because I never have to worry about you. You strong. You got your head on right. You're going to make the right choices. Same thing mother said. Same thing. Well, I couldn't get a, okay, I'm at a job now. Boss man said, you know, um, well, I have to fight for my critiques. Well, I have to fight for my performance reviews. Well, I don't have to worry about you. You do what you're supposed to do. That doesn't um, make sense to me. Yeah, you do what you're supposed to do. You, um, you're you a model employee. That's more of a reason is. why he shouldn't have to fight for his critique. He got well, a shitty boss. Well, he still want. His, no, so he said he doesn't have to really pay attention to him. He don't have to. Oh, he's just talking him. about like he ain't get a, he ain't get no pat on the back. Right, he didn't get the pat oh, yeah, on the yeah, back. Yeah, okay. As long as his performance reviews are the same, right? I, but yeah, I get it. Yeah. So, so he's saying all of that, and he's like, "Well, no, this needs to stop because just because we're strong, just because we're capable, just because we are leaders, just because we're X Y Z, doesn't mean that we should be denied those. Um, we should be checked on, basically. We should be checked on, and you know, we always see this post: check on your strong friends. I mean, that's true. Uh, we definitely need help sometimes. We need the support. We need to be patted on the back a little bit. Show me that you care about me. Because what the one thing I noticed, too, and I said was that um, we do have a habit of doing that. We spend, like we were talking about, we actually had this conversation before that post came out about our kids and how you made a mention to where you spend 90% of your time. Yeah, it's a leadership thing where mm-hmm. it's like you spend 90% of your time on 10% of your people yeah. because 10% of your people are ass clowns that require so much attention. Yeah. But when you're trying to push everybody, like when you're thinking about it, if you think about it like a team sport, all right, we, I can either all try to get us at the finish line at the same time or I can push you ahead and make sure you finish early and then double back. Then it's like, yeah, I already got to do enough as a leader, but it's like I'm trying to get us all there at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like if we run in a race – and you in the front of the pack, you know what I'm saying? I ain't coming up there to check on you. You obviously good, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's a human nature to be like, the dude who coughing up a lung back here, yeah. you know what I'm saying, on mile one, it's like, that's the dude I need to focus on because I got to push him to get him there, right? So it's like checking on your strong friends. It's like, but this is the thing about checking on your strong friends. Who only is the strong friends we got to check on each other because the weak friends are the ones that we're all checking on. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we're all checking. If it's five of us, and we're all checking on our five weak friends and spending 90% of our time helping our weak friend get through it. It's like, I don't got time to come over and be like, Fox, you still good? Yeah, I'm still good. You over there with a knife to your neck. Like, I'm still good. Like, you know what I mean? I'm over there with a gun in my hand. I'm still good. Or a weak friend. Give a damn break sometimes. Yeah, weak friend. And check on me. Nah, because you, you don't want to tell a weak friend to give you a break because weak friend to be swinging from a goddamn ceiling fan or something like that. Like, you don't want weak friend. You don't want to give weak friend too much of a break. I'll break my no, neck. No, ah. no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, it goes into, too, like, when we were talking about, you know, the kids and whatever, you know, we have. Um, the Umbrella Academy. The Umbrella Academy, yeah. Number five. And so, yeah, it will be our number five. And so we know she's very mature for her age, capable. Yeah. We actually do something, she do it. We don't have to worry about that one, whatever, right? And so it just made me realize, you know, I spent a lot of time, too, just, like, not really worrying about her. You yeah. know, spend much time on the uh, number uh, number four. Number four. <laughs> I see we have someone that can remember their numbers. But, yeah, so I spend so much time on number four 
that I'm not worried about number five because, okay, either I don't have the energy to deal with number five or I know she good or whatever. But that's not true. That's not the case. And it happens a lot, too, in middle middle children um, where number one takes all of the attention. Ooh, sorry. Number one takes all of the attention and then you skip over. You don't have that much time to give to the middle child. And so then the, then the, then the last one come number three comes in and now you got, he's the baby or she's the baby. So now you have to spend that other attention or the energy that you have on that child. So the one in the middle kind of gets left out. Yeah. And one thing I noticed is that. Cause number six and seven do take up our time. Yeah. Yeah. See. And so when you really pay attention to it, you will notice that. Just because they're strong, you're still breeding like insecurities. The reason yeah. why I say that is because that person is never going to know what's really if she he or she is doing a good job. You know, if he or she is doing right, they're always going to be looking I mean, for but see, guidance in a way. And I it's think hard it's for a them balance, to make though. their decisions. I think it's a balance, though, because it's a difference between completely neglecting them and not giving them as much attention. Mm-hmm. You got to get it. To, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. That's mm-hmm. that's just that's just the nature of the beast. But I think that don't that don't mean let the other that don't mean let the other wheels crack in half and fall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think it's like it's a balance of like it's never going to be even. You know what I mean? It's kind of like if you got one child that got muscular dystrophy or something like that, and the rest of your child's D, the rest of your children are D one athletes. You got to pay more attention. You know what I mean? You got doctor's appointments. You got all this other stuff, right? But you still got to go to the, get to as many games go, as you can yeah. to the D1s. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you still got to get over here and do things. So I think as long as you get a balance, it ain't never going to be even. But life ain't meant to be even because we don't really want equality in all terms. We want equity, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the problem is that when D1 sees um, when, when D1 sees the other kid getting all that attention, it's like, damn, I want some of that attention. Mm-hmm. And it's a jealousy thing. And I think um, it's up to us to try to kind of figure out and balance where that jealousy is so that we don't start getting, like, if this child's acting out, you know what I mean? If you got child number one acting out, so child number two see it and be like, well, if I act out, maybe I can get that type of attention too, which we ran into those problems before, you know what I mean? Where it's yeah. kind of like, oh, well, she's going to show her ass, so I'm going to show my ass too oh, so yeah, I can get, like, give me some views, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. So I think, um, yeah, that's a part of it too. But the negative aspects of that, or the negative um, consequences behind that, will be like how they view themselves. Like, yeah. I think that the, like their self value. Like, well, nobody pays attention to me anyway, so I gotta do it by myself. I gotta, you know, their value, the way that they perceive the world around them, would be different. Yeah, It'll but I think even you've seen feel alone. Sometimes. I think you've even seen with your, with your style of parenting, mm-hmm. where you just been like, let me just take a little more time out. Like, it's still it's still not gonna be as much attention. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because five is solid. You know what I'm saying? But it's still not going to be as attention as much attention as we give to other kids. But the fact that it's there, but, though, but you giving, like, but you mm-hmm. give you you take making a conscious effort to give attention, mm-hmm. and it's and it, and it's showing. Um, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You getting some fruit for your labor right there. So yeah, I mean, there's that. But you know, I mean, it, it's a balanced thing, right? And parenting is hard, right? So and that's and especially like and if you in the in the chat right now and you don't got kids, I don't want to hear none of that. My nieces and nephews shit. I don't want to hear none of that. Oh, I deal with kids or, when my oh, kids I'm come visit single, me on the weekend. I was a what a only child, and I came out fine. Yeah, you had all attention. You good. All right, cool. I was the only child. Came out. Oh, I was a middle child. I came out fine. Did you? Because it's always when people say shit like that at me. One day, be like, "Well, I did this and that. I ain't ride my bike with no hand. I rode my bike with no handlebars, and I came out fine." It's like, no, you didn't. You, you, you're, you're a retard. Like, no. <laughs> you so you just going back to what we just talked. Yeah, about. Yeah, like no. That word. 
Yeah, so it's something like, no, you, you know you're not. You're not okay. Like, a lot of dudes be like, well, I'm better for it. And it's just like how we look at, like, ass whoopings ass and shit like that. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah. If you look at ass whooping, like, I used to get my ass whooped all the time. Look, I came to my finals. Like, you are a two-time felon, sir. You yeah. are one strike away from life. You are you really that good? I'm out fine. Yeah, I'm, yeah. No, I'm good, though. I'm good. I used to say that, too. I used to be like, well, I got my ass whooped, whatever, whatever. But Spare the rod, spoil the child. Yeah, no, not really. So... Yeah. And it's the difference is like you hear you hear when number one um because number one moved back in with us mm-hmm. and she moved in with us and um when she'll talk about it she she'll be talking to number six and be like oh dad's much nicer to you huh and yes. now I'm <laughs> now I'm my grandmother like when I used to, I used to talk cold cat shit about my grandmother and me Medina and all of us we used to sit there and um grandma used to cuss us out I'm talking about grandma grandma I'm talking about when she was sharp with the tongue it's like Zorro blood coming out you know what I'm saying sharp with the tongue nanny give us the business motherfucker this the when I say crack your head to the white meat I got that from nana you know what I'm saying like all of that stuff it's like a lot of my shit talking about getting in your ass with some profanity it's like that came from nana and then we were sitting around there one time it's me but then it was like one of the holidays or something we sitting around I came home from wherever I was at you know what I mean? Came home, did all the cooking, big old spread. You know what I mean? $500 worth of food or something. You know, back in the day, you know what I mean? We, back, it took you a long way. You know what I'm saying? Ten years ago, you know what I mean? Yeah. We ate for years. But no, we um, I was cooking all day and stuff like that. And then the kids in there, and their grandma said, damn. Me and Medina ain't think none of it. Grandma said, she was like, oh, damn. She was like, oh, excuse the expression. We look like, excuse, excuse the expression. The expression. You said you'll beat me. You said you would kick me back in my daddy dick, and now you talking about some excuse expression. <laughs> like, ain't no way. Like, you know what I mean? You talk about they got soft, and now I sit here and think I'd be sitting here talking to number six, like this and that, da 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 da, blase blase blah. And then and number and number one and two was just like one, two, and three was just getting thrashed coming up. It was up like I'm gonna kill you. I, <laughs> everything was. I, I talked to my sons. Everything was trial by combat. Dad, I'm feeling tired. Trial by combat. <laughs> what, what you, he's like, you, you, are, you too, are you too tired to fight for your life? I'll take the trash out now, sir. Good job. Good job. Good job. Like, oh, dad, my leg hurt. Oh, yeah. Is it broken? You want a broken leg? Take the goddamn trash out. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. And now I'm sitting here with him, repeating myself over and over again. I'd be wondering if our patients just run thin and just be like, just tired. Don't want to go Whatever. through it no more. Yeah. Like, I remember first kid. I think that's a part of that, too. You just don't want to go through it anymore. Man, first like, couple kids, it was like, yo. Don't touch your stove. Don't do this and that. Da 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 da. You know how Titan learned not to touch the stove? Touching the stove. Got a nice little blister. We got a little mark right here on his hand. I told him, hey, this hot. Don't touch it. Okay. Came back in there. Ah! Told mm. you don't touch it. Mm. Hey, put an ice cube on it. Told your ass not to touch it. Now you see he get by that stove. He always hide behind mm-hmm. me like, what you cooking? What you cooking? I guess the sheltering too. That's a part of that too. You know, talking about sheltering kids instead of letting them experience or go through their it's own just crazy journey. like the world's so wild it's just like <laughs> you be thinking like i think it was a false sense of security back in the day to like when they was looking at us and doing stuff they had a false sense of security to be like yo um we ain't got all like they ain't have all this worry like we worried about shit like kids getting snatched up we weren't really worried about that i used to come home get my ass whooped by the community and then come home and get my final ass whooping for the day and i, I changed my whole life <laughs> you know what i'm saying and i ain't saying that was good it was it was fear and i was raised by fear you know what I'm saying? So I try not to raise my kids by fear and have it be respect, although I feel as though as a father. Gotta have, a gotta have a healthy dose of good, healthy uh, fear dose. God in you or something yeah. like that. So I don't got to. Uh, because, I mean, realistically, yeah. I, I let them know right now. We got the Umbrella Academy. If you ever watched the Umbrella Academy, Ben died on the Umbrella Academy. We can go one, <laughs> we can go one short. Everybody we still keep short. their number. <laughs> we can go one short. So you can try me if you want to. Yeah. 
we doing abortions are still legal. Post term <laughs> abortions are legal around here. Get to the shenanigans, Fox. Yeah. What's your shenanigans? You know, I want to see what you got for me today. Oh, I got for you today. Gun to your head. Would you rather be able to relive one memory, reliving one memory, or be able to meet one person for the first time again? Mm. You go first. I knew you was going to say that. I knew you was going to say that. Um, I'm going to go with... Um, Meet one person for the first time again. Is it me? Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. That's back when you used to like me, huh? Yep. <laughs> you married me now, sucker. <laughs> I is married now. Um, yeah, I would go. So when we say meeting the first, it's just that first meeting. That's yeah, it. the first like meeting. however long that was. Yeah, however long it was. One person you get to meet them for the first time. Like when I when I met so and so for the first time, it don't matter who it is, family member, relative, somebody influential, somebody. It doesn't matter. Meet them for the first time again. Since it's like that, um, if it was or like relive one memory. Yeah, the memory thing is like reliving and it's gone. It's uh, mm-hmm. it is. Uh, I, I got. I had like twenty seven concussions. I don't remember shit anyway, but. Not to, not to, not to sound soft, but I would want to relive meeting you again for the first time because, unfortunately, I don't think I understood until later how special a moment that was, like our first date. Oh, look at you all. Oh, yeah, you love me. He loves me. So, anyway, anyway, <laughs> what I'm saying is, is like you meet, the, you meet the woman that you love and you don't, like, you remember something about the first date, but, like, after the first date, it was like, that was dope. We had a dope first date, but it's like it wasn't burned. Like I would like to go through that second and almost like I don't even know if I want to meet. Like that might be that I could go memory either with that. Like and I could just have an out of body experience and just watch that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't even think I could do it justice because I'm not who I was then. Like you aren't who you was then, right? So maybe I might want to just relive that memory again so I could burn that more into my head and then have like an idea of how to do like something really special later on. That would make your panties dissolve. <laughs> Fucking dissolvable panties. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. You gotta always turn it into that, don't you? Uh, first of all, you tried to turn it in that when I walked up to your car. So I Luma is fucking Luma's hot pants over here. Anyway, that's in not fact, true. you got on the pants. You you got on. You turned the pants I that do. we've been on our first date. She got the pants on from my first date. Yeah, and I she do. wearing them like uh, house pants now. Yeah, she came out there thicker than cold grits, <laughs> looking all good. And then Fox got this thing about her. Like I be having Fox goofy and shit and laughing, but Fox got this thing where she tried to be like calm and nonchalant. That shit don't work with me. I cut right through that shit. Like, mm, 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 mm. Get this work, girl. Get this. Let me in. Let yeah. me in. So we said you didn't know if it was. You didn't know how valuable or how special that moment was. You didn't know. You don't know how valuable that moment is and how special that moment is until after. It's kind of like wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Like you mm-hmm. know, it's the wisdom of it. Like if I knew, what would you have done differently? I, I don't know would you for have sure. Held my hand longer or made me laugh. Harder? Like what would you? I, I don't. I don't know. But it's just like I, I'll figure that out then. Like, I figured that out then when I get to, and I think I almost want to do it as a memory because I don't want to fuck it up because it's like, in my memory now, 
that was the most simple and perfect first day. Like it was just like nothing was wrong with that day except for that sake was. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that sake, but but besides that, uh, like it was just dope, right? So you just want to kind of like give that moment the respect it's due. Because I don't think I gave that moment the respect is due until I saw that you were my person. Like, oh shit! Like, mm-hmm. this is this is her, yeah, right? Like, then it's like your mind was like, mm, she's just gonna be a regular or whatever. You know what yeah, I'm see I'm how probably, fast I can hit. Let me see what it is. No, nah, I wasn't in no rush. Mm-hmm. You wasn't in no rush. I, I know no you wasn't in no rush because I made your ass away. I mean, away. I mean, I, I, I wasn't taking no sabbatical. I mean, I was. Hey, like, I, I know you was doing your thing, but you ain't had this thing. That's all I know. Got it now. I'm about to get it again. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get it again. I'm done with you. <laughs> Y'all already know what time it is. Uh, going through the spiel of everything. Hit us up. Ask Uncle Legend at gmail.com. Peace. We're going to end this one like that. Peace. Men's routine. Stroke. Stroke. <laughs>